Hey guys, what's going on? It's Corey here from Lean Green Dad Radio. I have to let you know about the Lean Green Meal Plan. For more information, head over to leangreenmealplan.com. We've got five quick and easy plant-based dinners that'll be sent straight to your inbox every single week. I'm so excited to have it. We just launched and we have over 200 members that are getting their dinners taken care of. 15 minutes or less, that's all you need for a healthy plant-based dinner, no matter where you're at on your plant-based journey. I hope you'll come join me for free. You can get your free seven-day trial starting now. So head over to leangreenmealplan.com for more information. And now, let's start the show. I'm a lean green eating machine. I'm as healthy as can be. I'm a lean green eating machine. Eat my greens and get enough sleep. When I eat my greens and get enough rest, it's amazing how good I feel. Just try it once and see what I mean. One week will seal the deal. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the Plant Power Dad Hour. My name is Corey from Lean Green Dad, and that right there is plant-based Gabriel, Gabriel Miller. What's up, Gabriel? Hey, just... Uh... Another busy week, you know. It's as 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 plant powered dads. Uh, it's it's never uh, there's there's never anything dull happening around the home, and so uh, just just loving life and busy on the farm, busy in the office, busy in the kitchen, uh, just kind of up with everything. Busy at home, which is that's awesome. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's what it's all about. We're all busy at home right now, and I know that there's been a couple episodes out there. We're now in season two. If you haven't heard the end of season one. Uh, it was just released not too long ago, and so season two is here. Uh, we're a couple episodes in now, and we're so honored to have you listening, watching, and uh, with us here on the Plant Power Dad Hour. So right. we'll keep bringing the goods as best we can. Um, what do we What do we usually start with, friend? We usually start with what we've eaten, yeah? That's right. And you normally, uh, um, you know, yours is pretty simple, toast. So should I just go ahead after you, you know, we just assume you had toast and then I'll just go into what I ate or is there something I mean, different today? Toast days are gone. I'm out of the toast phase. I'm telling you, I'm having some good meals these days, but All you right. tell me, what would you start off with today or what did you have for lunch? What'd so, you so kind of getting into what we're going to talk about today and I'm not going to dive into it, but last night we had, um, I had harvested, I don't know, like a dozen eggplants, probably five pounds of okra, and then um, what else? And then uh, four or five summer squash. And so I um, brought in some onion, which I, well, I have onions stored inside now that we grow out in the farm. Sauteed some onions up in my cast iron with some vegetable broth, then tossed in the okra. I sliced up the okra, sliced up the summer squash, sliced and diced the eggplant, put it in the pot, covered it, let that simmer away, kind of stewed a little bit. I actually poured some homemade tomato sauce from the farm as well. Wow. Put that in there with some seasonings, um, some spices, seasonings, and then ended up kind of letting that stew for about 30, 40 minutes. So it kind of really got, got stewed there. And then we had rice cooked in the Instant Pot, kind of another hint to what we're going to talk about today. And then I put that over there. And then we had some bread frozen in the freezer, some uh, organic sourdough loaf. Uh, kind of hit into another thing we're going to talk about today. Uh, frozen in the freezer, pop that into our air fryer, toaster oven, did that. So once that was done, took about 10 minutes, had rice on a, a bed of rice with our okra, squash, eggplant kind of stew, tomato stew on top, and then had some bread to dip it in. And it was fantastic. Oh my God. That was last night. Excuse me. That was last night. And then this, the, then this morning, um, I kind of just left it out on the stovetop, kind of just went to bed, left it on the stovetop. So and it, it didn't have any rice in it at the time. And it was kind of still had some liquid to it. So I put another cup or two of liquid water in there. And I put two cups of rice, 
set it on low, covered it, and then forgot about it, kind of hinting to another thing today, um, and forgot about it until I did that at like eight and then opened it up at 11.30 and rice was cooked, food was great. There was a nice crispy layer at the bottom of Ooh. the cast iron and uh, that was a wonderful lunch, wonderful dinner and uh, all pretty much done with uh, just one in, in like, you know, just the time it took to chop everything and turn the stove on. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well, you know, today I had a celebratory meal, Gabriel. I, uh, <laughs> I had a uh, meatless meatball sub. Okay. And, uh, that meatless meatball sub can made with of- made with Gabe plant based Gabriel's easy vegan uh, three, two, one bean balls. I did not make bean balls, although I do have a bean ball recipe that I put together as well. It's the big game bean ball sub. And so no, I did not. I did not use those. I used store-bought frozen plant-based, I will say vegan meatballs okay. and uh, some pasta sauce. And so I had a nice, uh, it was a vegan French roll and uh, it was a really good meal. I really liked it a lot. Um, just really enjoyed it. Uh, and so- Well, I, I hope you enjoyed it because it's a celebratory meal. So you, you won't have another one in about a month. So uh, I hope it was it, good. It's, it's true though. It really is true because those are, those are hefty. Those are, sure. those are really hefty. So- um, yeah, they 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 sit they sit with you for a little bit and uh, you know give you that that full feeling for sure, but uh, yeah. definitely few and far between. So, but I was I was happy. I enjoyed it, and that was my lunch. And uh, today, folks, we're going to get right into our topic. We're talking about ten time-saving kitchen hacks that you can do for you and your plant-based family. And we're going to kind of go back and forth. Gabriel and I talked for a few minutes before we got started as we always do to just kind of do, do a little virtual ping pong back and forth ping, back and forth <laughs> it's true it's true and we're just bouncing ideas off each other so this is what we've got we're always thinking of ideas and how we can help you guys <laughs> and if you could see him guys if you're listening on the podcast he's literally pulled up a little virtual ping a little ping pong net i don't know what you have that it's thing. a desk sized <laughs> ping pong uh set so you and Dr. Miller play ping pong every night. No, I, I'm teaching Bridget. I'm teaching Bridget, you know, the, the basics of table tennis. So. There you go. There you go. So I'm going to get right into one of our first ones. Uh, and, and Gabriel's and I are going to be slightly different, right? Because my family, you know, does teeter into the vegan world. Although I am, you know, what you want to call, I don't know, I would say 95% whole food plant-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family does, uh, I'd say they're, they're a little bit more 70-30 uh 70% whole food 30% vegan and that's okay you know it's, yeah. it's okay for our family it's kind of where we're at and but, you guys um, grow all your own food and process all of it and stop it i, I don't live on too, a farm so. my friend I, I wish i wish i could i i really have a horrible green thumb which is by the way we have to make an episode so you can teach me the basic method i want to talk about soil i want to talk about water i want to talk about you know boxes like, fire wind uh, fire uh, the- wind water <laughs> Just like Captain Planet. Yes. No, I, I don't know any of this. I, I'm telling you, man. I just never have experienced it. I've always- Well, we'll jot that. that. We'll jot that down for, for a yeah. later date in season two, for sure. For sure. Here we go. But we do so, have different contexts. We, we do, do have we different contexts. But the first thing we're going to say, folks, is to, it sounds simple, but batch cook. Okay? What do we mean? We mean cook a lot of darn food. If you have a family of six, like mine, I have six people living in my house, including myself. And so- we have, to, uh, we have to make large amounts of food and doubling that, you're cooking for 12 people and you're saving the leftovers and keeping the stuff in the fridge. Sometimes we'll take whole 
pots. You know, you left yours on the stove just covered and it was fine, I'm sure, for, you know, eight, 12 hours, whatever. But we'll take the whole pot from the stove after it's cooled off and put the thing in the fridge with the top on it. And it's just, it's just fine, uh, whether we're making a big stew or something like that. So um, batch cooking, it sounds, it sounds uh, very basic, but it's something you might not think about. So that's, that's what these tips are. We're just well, that's that you, you, you've kind of touched on it there, but I think it, it, it sounds simple and it sounds basic. And so it's not covered a lot, but I mean, I spent a good portion of my book talking about it, Corey, because a lot of people do it in the way that you do it, which is fine. Like it's completely fine to say, I'm going to cook enough at dinner so that I have, you know, some for lunch and some for the following day. And, you know, yep. uh, so that, that, so I'm going to batch cook big meals or I'm going to batch cook uh, my meal preps, you know, that are going to be simple single meals. I put it in the fridge and I have them all set up there, which to me is a whole heck of a lot of work. And yeah. it kind of, um, kind of sets me up to feel like oh, I've got to do this or I got to do that. Whereas, I prefer and I recommend and what we do and what I talk about and write about and share is batch cooking your simple starchy staples, batch cooking your staple foods so that you have them cooked and ready to go. And then you're able to have a meal uh, prepared and ready in less than 10 to 15 minutes. So basically mm -hmm. we'll cook a big pot of brown rice, let it cool on the countertop, eat some of course, and then put it in the fridge. We'll cook a big pot of beans, let it cool, put it on, you know, put it on the countertop, let it cool, put it in the fridge. We'll cook a big thing of potatoes in the oven, pull them out, let them cool, put them in the fridge. And so instead of necessarily having, you know, 15 meals that my wife and I can eat off of throughout the week, we've got the equivalent of the cooked, ready to go staples so that we don't have to wait 30 minutes for the beans. We don't have to wait 20 minutes for the rice or we don't have to wait uh, 50 minutes for the potatoes, but we've got those cooked, ready to go. And then we can uh, prepare them, uh, mix them with a few different you know, spices or seasonings or just cut up the potatoes and pop them in the air fryer to bake for, or to cook for five, six minutes and then ready to go dipped in some uh, homemade ketchup or salsa or marinara sauce or whatever you want yeah. there. So, so there's different ways to do it. And that's kind of where we're coming from, but I really yeah. like to batch cook those steaks staples and have them yeah. on hand but batch cooking meals is I great too it. it's two completely different ways to batch cook and i absolutely love it i mean that that's perfect um gosh man where do you store all that stuff do you so have, we so you we have just have a fridge or something no so we we have a side-by-side -side fridge which actually doesn't necessarily give any extra room but um you know so it's just like half of the thing is the fridge but yeah, yeah. is the refrigerator excuse yeah. me i'm sure someone's gonna jump on me there for saying fridge but um but what we do is we use our instant pot for basically all of it and maybe this is getting into we can jump into the next yeah. which is yeah, which is using it. something like an instant pot which can really cut down on cooking time and so what we'll do Corey, is i'll take my instant pot or my electric pressure cooker. You know, it doesn't have to be a brand or, or anything, but we'll take the Instant Pot. I'll cook that rice in there in a stainless steel insert, right? I'm gonna let it, uh, let it, let it naturally pressure release. I'm gonna take the lid off. I'm gonna get some, uh, some pads. I'm gonna pull it out, set it on the countertop, let it cool. And then we've actually have these silicon lids that go on top and turn it into a storage device. And then, which costs $6, right? They're very yeah. inexpensive. And so we'll cover that once it's cool and then I'll set that in the fridge. And then we have a extra insert for our Instant Pot, an extra six quart stainless steel insert for the Instant Pot. Put it, put the extra one in there, put my beans in there, ready to cook. Once they're done, right, it's release pressure. I'll pull that out, put it on the countertop, let it cool. And then I'll put another silicon lid on there. And so really in the space of 
it doesn't take up that much space in the fridge or in the refrigerator. And so I'll put those both in there. And that's kind of what we'll eat off of throughout the week. And you could, of course, always buy a third, <laughs> a third stainless steel instant pot thing. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. What you're basically going to pay less than you're going to pay to go get pots and pans uh, yeah. from the grocery store. And then, you know, we've got things like if we wanted to slow cook or, or different, different options there, we've got a glass lid instead of the pressure, pressure sealing lid, but uh, we do some sauteing in there. And so the, the, the instant pot is what we would call is a quicker cooking device. That is um, something that we can do a lot with. And so how it can help us get things done or get things prepared is that we can take instead of three or four pots and pans, maybe we're um, sauteing vegetables and vegetable broth in one pan on the stovetop and we're getting our beans or rice or uh, maybe we're making a rice and bean dish and we want to saute this or that. I can take that instant pot, turn it on the saute setting, saute my veg or my, my garlic, my onions, my peppers. Then I can put in my rice. Then I can put in my beans and kind of cook it all together instead of say having to eat dirty three or four pans. And so, and then I don't even have to clean that pan out because I can use it to store it <laughs> in the fridge yeah. uh, with that option. So it's just the way we go about it. And, and it's, it's a dedication to say using the instant pot, but I think everybody who has one understands that and realizes that having a little bit of that infrastructure in an extra stainless steel uh, or insert and having uh, those silicon lids uh, can really make a difference. Nice. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I looked these up right now on, you know, I guess Instant Pot sells them. Do you have the Instant Pot branded ones, the silicone ones? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're like, you know, they're selling for nine bucks right now, which is interesting. But I mean, 5,000 reviews on yeah. these. People are definitely using them. I've never thought of it. I mean, it and we use way. it, we use it every week. So the nine wow. bucks is well worth it. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to check that out. And it says five and six quart. Are there two different, I guess there's, there's five. six quart, there's six quart, there's eight quart. I guess there's a five quart. So it must, it must work with that too. I'll have to look and see what I got. Anyways, um, good. What's next? All right. So the next one we're going to talk about, um, there's, there's might be some controversial views on this, but that's why we're going to say have them, I'm going to say, have them on standby. And these are beans, canned beans, okay? And Gabriel's done a lot of research that he'll share in a second about BPA-free and BPA liners and stuff like that. But for me, as a busy family with three kids that are starving, um, you know, <laughs> that, that's a really weird way to say that, Corey. I'd... You know what I mean? At any given time for dinner, when dinner's around, they hungry save growing children. The, these kids say, "I'm starving," right? But sure. they have no idea what they're talking about. Um, and so, yes, I did use that in the incorrect way. But <laughs> hungry kids that need their food now, right? Bridget can't tell you she's hungry and whine about having food on the table just yet, but. Uh, trust me, it, it might come. Uh, so anyways, having these, especially like chickpeas for me, having chickpeas on standby are really good, especially if mm -hmm. I want to make like a, a, a whole food plant-based cookie dough or something along those lines. Um, if I want to uh, put them on top of a salad to just add a little bit of extra protein. Yep, yep. Um, uh, so that that's why I, I kind of have the canned beans on standby. And I'll, also I'll have black beans on standby as well. And you can do so much with those. I do rinse them, you know, before I uh, use them. I don't know if that matters or not. Uh, quite Basically honestly. your rinsing technique is going to get rid of a lot of the salt in the cans is yeah, the, the reason the, to do that. Yeah. The damage has already been done by them kind of being in the, in the can, but at least, uh, you know, we're rich rinsing off that sludge. I feel like there's like some <laughs> random sludge in there, which is so gross, but you know, I know that uh, in a perfect world, it would be great to soak 
your beans uh, overnight and then use those. Um, but oftentimes when I decide what we're having for dinner uh, because of my, you know, kind of on the go mentality, uh, we're, we're thinking of it just probably 30, 40 minutes before, uh, mm -hmm. not really planning everything out. And, you know, I mean, that sounds funny as a guy that runs a lean green meal plan, right? But here's the thing those are able to be made from start to finish in 15 minutes. And so yeah. they're for people that are just like me that have no idea what to make for dinner. They're not true meal plans in the sense that everything's laid out for you and you don't have to think about a thing. They're those go-to options when you've got hungry kids that need something fast. And so um, that's where canned can beans come in for me. But Gabriel, let's let's drop some knowledge bombs on them about this. Well, I don't. I do not want to muddy the water here, and I don't. I don't want to discourage anyone from, from yeah. using using a great resource when it comes to getting into a plant based diet, adopting a healthy plant based diet. Because, ladies and gentlemen, canned beans used in a recipe that's going to feed your family a healthy whole food plant based meal are way better than using any vegan processed alternative any animal based product you know, right we're not we're talking in, in levels here so it's not it's not a bad thing to do it's just to understand right we used to use and you mentioned a thing of of well i'd rather not soak the beans and kind of we're, we're at a 30 minutes before it's time to eat is kind of when we're thinking about eating and, and we're right there right within the hour it's like well, I got to put something together here. Yeah. And, and so, yes, those beans are helpful and handy and you can kind of throw things together there. Um, I'll just say this, everybody can do their own research, but when you hear something like BPA free, it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, oh great, the companies went out and they got rid of all the, all the harmful noxious chemicals. And now I get to use as much canned foods as I want without having any of the harmful deleterious effects. Um, in reality, what those companies have done is, and what the manufacturers have done has just found a, it's called bisphenol A, which is BPA, uh, is basically they've just went out and said, all right, well, instead if we, if, if people are going to buy something that says BPA free, then we can use BPA C or we can use B, you know, so a bisphenol C or, you know, there's, a, there's other ones out there and, uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're any, yeah. they're, 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 they're they're pretty much similar, right? Right? They're they're going to have those same things. They're still abysmal, and so um, that that's just the only thing I throw in there. Mm -hmm. If you're really worried about soaking things and you don't have an instant pot, here's where you jump in. We we used to, you know, when we didn't have an instant pot before we did, this was a game changer, game changer, game changer in our cooking and in our kind of meal prepping and planning. We would you we used to go buy a ton of beans, which number one is kind of expensive. You know, cheap as a can of you know, cans of beans are cheap, but they're not as cheap as buying dry, right? They're not nearly right. as cheap as buying dry. And so we've got, before we had the Instant Pot, right? You had to soak it or you cooked it for like 27 hours on the stove top and yeah. you had to watch it and baby it. Where now um, we can take dry beans, put them in the Instant Pot at a three to one ratio of beans, of water to beans, right? Three, if, yeah. I put, if I put three cups of beans in there, dry beans, I put nine cups of water in there, dry, just like that pop it on for 30 minutes, let it cook, naturally release, which is going to take around 45 minutes to an hour, right? But with all the, the coming up time and then the, the releasing time, but in an hour, within an hour, we have cooked beans. And so that may, you may say, oh, wow, well, you're not going to have those ready for a meal or this or that in, in enough time. But if you do that once a week, and instead of just putting three cups of black beans in there, you put six cups of black beans in there, it's going to fill that whole instant pot full. And we put, again, we let it cool, put it on the countertop. We'll put the silicon lid on it and then we'll put it in the fridge. And so like you, Corey would say, oh, great. 
I got to get a meal ready. I've got the kids talking about like they're starving. We've got, you know, I've got this and I got to do this and that. Let me grab a can of beans, which is fine. I'm not I, like, I'm a hundred percent okay with it. We were right there. I'm not against it, but I find it much more preferable to say, oh my gosh, the kids are talking about how they're starving and I'm, you know, I'm needing this and that. I'm going to open the fridge, pull out my six quarts full of cooked black beans that or cooked chickpeas that we're going to, you know, that we're planning on going through throughout the week, pull it out, get my, you know, my cup measuring scoop, get a cup and a half of cooked black beans, which is the equivalent of a can. And there I'm ready to go, which in reality, Corey, if you take out the, um, the, the initial cooking time once a week, I got to those beans a lot quicker than you did, unless you've got some sort of super wrist to open that can up. So <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. With a so, little so bit of thinking, a little bit of advanced prep work, absolutely save yourself time and you know potentially harmful. You know BPA, BPZ, BPD, BPF. You know <laughs> any BP they want to use. We want to stay away from BPX, Y, and Z, pretty much. Yeah, that's so right. To, it's, to keep- uh, Keep your keep and your you can point. you can have a little bit more um, you know you just get into the habit of it right it's not it's not like you're gonna say I'm gonna wake up tomorrow I'm never cooked with an instant pot and get in the habit of doing this it takes a little bit of time but once you get used to it you you realize how beneficial it is and you get to decide you know you, it's hard to find like I can go to our local health food store and get a ton of different types of dry beans yeah but I can only get black beans and pinto beans and white beans and red beans at the store which is fine you can do everything with those That's true but you can really find a lot of different um, you can find kind of better sourced dry beans than you can maybe in cans and you can get a lot more different types of organic beans that you could cook in the Instapot. So there's just more options there. Um, but we really like to stay in the mode of kind of batch cooking those beans. So like you, when we need them, uh, we have them on hand in a cooked ready to go fashion. And I'll just say this, if you're someone that says, well, that one instant pot, you know, this or that, or I'd rather, you know, you can actually take those beans once they're cooked and cooled, you know, remove most of the liquid put them in a freezer safe, uh, freezer safe container, pop them in your freezer, and then you can take those out. Now you'll need to thaw them and you'll need to go through those nine yards. But there is, there, there's a lot of different options there, but we like yeah. to cook a week's worth, put it in the fridge. Well, I'm going to tell you folks, we started off this episode by saying we're going to have 10 tips, but I'm not going to fly through the, the seven others that we have for you. Here's what we're going to do. This is going to be part one. All right. And then part two is going to be next week's episode because these are too valuable and we both have things to say about these things and there's no way we're gonna get through it, okay? So instead of this being a double long show or whatever, we're gonna get through these next two okay. and we're gonna elaborate on them a little bit. And then the next episode, make sure you go check that one out because we're gonna give you the rest, okay? So the next one, Gabriel, I think you wanted to hit was, um, ooh, I really like this one. Uh, talk about the quick cooking staples and let's yeah. let's go on that together and, especially quinoa because that is just and, oh. and i'll mention this uh, i'll just say it right here and now that if i had to pick uh the three things that i'm gonna live off the you know the three staple foods that that are kind of in our pantry now excluding potatoes and sweet potatoes uh, just because those are maybe not so shelf, shelf stable which they kind of are um, but kind of the grain the grains that we'll, we'll eat or the pseudo grains uh, it's going to be rice, be, well, beans are a legume, but rice, beans, and oats, right? Those are going to be those three. Those aren't necessarily the quickest cooking if you're talking about for, for a lot of different meal applications. Now, oats, right. of course, you can pop together rolled oats really quickly. Um, but if you're someone who's, you know, oh, rice takes too long or, you know, there's a, there are quicker cooking uh, 
quicker cooking grains. And so I just wanted to mention, you know, there's quinoa, there's amaranth. Uh, there's a lot of the kind of more the ancient grains or the smaller grain types, uh, smaller, you know, they're not, they're not quarter size. They're very teeny tiny, but um, they cook very quickly. Like, especially something like quinoa. Uh, and also you're cooking, you know, the way you cook it changes as well. You know, how quickly it done, it's done, but you can really cook uh, quinoa on the stovetop extremely quickly. Or if you're cooking it in the instant pot, all you do is you actually set that instant pot to zero or one, mm. depending on how you like it. It reaches pressure, turns off. And once the pressure is gone, it's cooked. And so wow. that's really how quickly a lot of those things can cook. And, you know, and I mentioned, I, we've got it, how like the water to, to grain ratio in the book on page 20 and everything. And you can find them online. It's not rocket science once you get the hang of it. But um, those quicker cooking grains can be a great option. Maybe you're a family that really relies on rice and beans and um, those, you know, and potatoes and sweet potatoes, but you might just have some amaranth or some quinoa on hand to say oh you know what things have gotten you know things have gotten hectic i really need to get this going do i have something that i can cook to substitute for rice um and i can get it cooked a lot quicker and hey look i've got uh, you know a pound of quinoa so that, that's just a simple tip yeah and then my my little addition to that would be think about cooking your quinoa which can be made in 12 minutes on the stovetop in veg broth okay to give it a nice little um different taste than just water uh mm -hmm. although the taste of quinoa has a great nutty flavor to it which i really like a lot and is a complete meal in itself i mean it's just full of perfect perfect ancient grain and then the other one would be uh try cooking it in pineapple juice have you ever tried that i have not but i have i have i, I was kind of introduced to that maybe yeah. by you not too long ago but that's i don't know, know. i'll have to give but it a try it, it, it's a good breakfast, a good okay. breakfast item in place of oatmeal. And uh, really, and, one, really and one thing to note there is I, don't, I, for a long time, didn't like quinoa because of the bitterness. Mm. Uh, but if you actually go through and rinse it, kind of like you would rice, you, know, you kind of rinse it, yeah. rinse, rinse it, some of those holes will come off and that's where you get the bitterness. So. Nice. Okay. Um, last one. Let's see which one we want to hit. Let's talk about... Let's talk about frozen veggies, not frozen leftovers. We'll save that for okay. another episode. But frozen veggies, guys, what do we mean by frozen veggies? Well, it's quite simple. They're veggies that are frozen in the store, in the grocery store, people. So what kind of veggies do we have? Well, I have a vegetable medley at all mm -hmm. times. That is corn, green beans, carrots, and peas, I believe. And I can make stir fry in like five minutes. Not many vegetables actually in that. You've got corn, that's a grain. You've got carrots, which are a root. <laughs> they call it the vegetable medley. Hey, perfect. All right. But then we've got broccoli on standby, mm -hmm. uh, broccoli florets. And then um, trying to think of others. What, what do you have? What do you have? Uh, so we have at all times in our freezer, we'll have frozen green beans, yep. frozen Brussels sprouts, Frozen okay. broccoli and frozen sweet peas. How that do the is frozen kind of, vessels work? Um, what do you, how do you cook those? We will just actually, if we have uh, some brown rice that's kind of cooked and ready to go, and on the stovetop with some vegetable broth or water, I'll saute up those frozen, I'll, I'll kind of reheat those frozen Brussels sprouts. Um, and kind of, I like my Brussels sprouts a little bit mushy, to be honest with you. Okay. So I'll mix them in with some nutritional yeast, with yeah. a little bit of sriracha, a little bit yep. of a maple syrup, and then throw in the brown rice. And you've got a really, um, a really tasty kind of spicy, sweet and spicy uh, mix yeah. there. But, but the, it's, we keep it, we, we like to just have the, we don't, when we go to the grocery store, 
You know, we, we're not out looking for, you know, a thousand different types of frozen veggies. It's like, all right, let's get 10 bags of organic frozen sweet peas. Let's get 10 bags of organic frozen, you know, uh, green beans. Let's get 10 bags of organic frozen broccoli, 10 bags of organic frozen um, Brussels sprouts because, you know, throughout the week we'll say, all right, well, I'm going to use this, I'm going to use that. Um, and, and so we, we don't necessarily go crazy with that aspect of things. Uh, and one thing that we are trying to do here on the farm is that we're growing things to kind of subside, you know, put it, so we don't have to buy the green beans, the grocery store, we can grow it at the farm. Uh, but one thing you had kind of, when, before we got on, Corey had mentioned was like, oh, so we're going to talk about buying vegetables and then freezing them or which was a great was a great kind of like huh which which one because right. a lot of people do think of that you might think uh, not necessarily you Corey, but some of our viewers might be me newer to this way of kind of eating and uh thinking about things but you might go to the grocery store and say ah oh, the frozen veggies i don't want those those things are you know they're more processed and and they're you know they've been this and they're just frozen and why don't i get some it'd be much better right if i went to the to my organic health food store and bought broccoli fresh broccoli took it home blanched it and froze it right it's a lot better uh, but in reality if you're buying or organic to organic, right? If you're going to buy organic and then freeze it compared to just buying or conventional frozen, frozen, yeah, there's going to be better. But on the same playing field, when you buy that organic frozen broccoli, what's happened is it's been taken from the field, flash frozen. A lot of times they'll try to do it within two hours, extremely yeah. quickly. I mean, yeah. it's ready to go, take it into, into the processing, flash freeze, it's in a bag, ready to go most of the nutrients are kept intact. Whereas if you were to buy that broccoli at the store, which is great, the organic broccoli at the grocery store, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But if you take that, chop it up, blanch it, freeze it, what you've done is taken broccoli that on harvestable, kind of on the harvest, um, post-harvest uh, date, it's at probably 10 to 14 days past the uh, past the time it was harvested when you're actually processing it compared to what that um, the company did or wherever you buy your frozen vegetables took it right from the field flash froze it bagged it and it's at your grocery store and so uh, when you're doing that you really don't gain anything by freezing and uh, your own unless you grow it then it's a whole hmm. other story yeah all right folks well i hope that gives you some ideas we talked about oh gosh let's see if i can summarize these uh, I've got a, just a dirty list here next to me. Batch cooking, we talked about uh, canned beans as a standby emergency situation. We talked about quick cooking staples. We talked about frozen veggies and we talked about the Instant Pot. Next show, we will talk about the next five that we have for you. And as always, we encourage you to leave comments. Let us know what you'd like to know about in the show comments. And uh, we'll be happy to put those together. And Let um, us know, let us know. If you have some ideas or you want us to, to talk about things in future shows, that's really where yeah. we get a lot of our inspiration. And that's, um, you know, if you have some particular questions, we would love to hone in and talk about those on a show. Uh, and then also just a little bit of a teaser for next episode, part two um, of our, of our kind of talk here. We're going to talk about creating your own frozen kind of microwavable style of dinner and it's not going to be the the junk that's you know that's slapped together and pro you know that's made in a laboratory and stuck into a, a styrofoam thing and put in the freezer section and has some nice little old lady's face on it so you think it's going to be tasting like homemade and but it's really junk food we're talking about taking whole food plant-based healthy meals 
and getting them to a point where you can have them in your freezer, ready to go, pop them in the oven, pop them in the microwave, and you've got a healthy whole food plant-based meal that has been frozen that's kind of ready to roll for, you know, for six months, for a year. So that's going to be a helpful tip that I think is going to be a, a really beneficial to our listeners next week. That's right. Tune in, people. We'll see you next week. Same place, same location. Same, same time. I was going to say same time, but there's not a time. Just the same place every time. That's right. Plant Power Dad Hour. See you later, folks. Thanks so much. I'm a lean green eating machine.